Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. so excited thank you so much welcome to the practically spiritual podcast yay i'm so excited to speak with you and you know what i love about you steph is you have you have like i'm trying to like find a way to describe you it's actually really hard because i feel like you just have all of these magical beautiful like you're just a creative goddess. Like I think that's the best way to describe you is you are, really are a creative goddess. Like you've tapped into your creative intelligence um, so strongly and the way that you express yourself and the way that you lead yourself is just like, you can't help but be like, who is this person? Like, who's she? Like, I need to know what's she about? Like, I'm just, it, you, it, you just have this thing where I'm like, what is she doing? Like, what, <laughs> yeah, I just want to know more about you. And anyone that follows you um, will know exactly what I'm saying. Mm. So, Steph, for those people who, um, you know, don't know you yet, but they will after this, that don't know you, can you share a little bit about who you are and what it is that you bring to the world? Mm, thank you for that um, introduction. It's always, yeah, just. I almost have tears in my eyes right now. It's such a beautiful um, articulation and reflection and acknowledgement. So thank you. Um, who am I? God, I feel like every time I share this, it's like an evolution. It's a little bit different and comes out a little bit differently. So we roll with it. Um, I am, it's interesting now, like I'm really leaning towards like, it's not so much about our labels. It's about who we be. And yeah. I, I am, a creatrix I have a huge heart I want to help heal people in the world I want to love on people unconditionally I want to liberate people into their fullest expression and I really want to um, advocate you know for mental well-being and um, suicide prevention and self-love and all of that flows into my photography is my main sort of line of work right now I'm a soul photographer um, and by that, I mean, I capture the essence of people's souls in our experience. And it's, it's not just a photo shoot. It's so much more. Mm. And uh, it's just, it, it's actually life-giving for me holding that space. So that's sort of one element in where I express that. I do some speaking and I hold events. I do some illustrating. I'm on social media. I'm constantly inspired to create new things. And that's, yeah, that's me. I like killing the TikTok game. <laughs> I have to put that out there. I'm like, oh my gosh, TikTok goals. Because I kind of get on there and I, I definitely feel like a mom when I get on there. I'm like, how do I use this thing? What am I doing? Uh, but I love the way that you've just, you've just fully just gone, I'm going to have so much fun. <laughs> it's actually such an exciting platform. Um, 
and I'm just sort of learning about it at the moment mm. by watching or doing a lot of watching and a lot of viewing. And I think there's like huge potential in bringing in really powerful messages into that space. And people are already doing it, you know, to a self-love or mental well-being or the kindness and, um, yeah, I'm excited to like unravel more with it, even though I feel like a dag most of the time, especially when I'm recording by myself in my apartment and it takes yeah. me two hours to do a video and there's outfits everywhere and I'm sweating. So it's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. I, I, I think it's fun for me, like just as the consumer, <laughs> the person in, enjoying the content and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Like sometimes I laugh, sometimes I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah. 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 Mm. Yay. So amazing. And I, I feel like, so we've known each other I, for like a year now, I think. The baby is 11 months. So I, I would have met you when I was pregnant. Mm. Baby Ness, um, who is here in the background, if you guys are listening, as per usual, she's my co-host. <laughs> And now also the unborn child that I'm currently carrying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a extra co-hosts that are joining us. Um, yeah, we've known each other for about a year. And I, I feel like you've gone on like this massive journey over 12 months. Like what's the last 12 months been like for you? When you say 12 months, I think firstly, it feels like I've known you a lot longer, but it is literally. It does feel longer. Yeah. yeah, it's literally the first Conscious Leaders event that we, we were at together. I don't think we really connected that night, but I remember you were pregnant and I was like, who's this woman? Um, yeah. And then as I... I, me, I, was, I was pretty pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the last 12 months, I mean, holy, like just, I'm almost kind of speechless because if I think back to a year ago, like the growth and and not even the growth in terms of like what that might look like for people in terms of success or like kicking goals, but just the growth within myself. And what I'd probably say to that is like the, the deepening of the connection within, like it feels like the last year in so many different ways and experiences that I've been a part of or experiences I've created for myself. It's just been like going deeper and deeper and deeper within myself. And Oh, it just, I feel like a different human mm. from the last three months. I mean, I feel like a different human from the last three months. I know. So, like the last like 24 hours. <laughs> so just yeah. Yeah. Out. Right. Yeah. It, it's so funny. Cause I was also, um, I recorded another episode this morning with our brother, Adam Cox. Oh. And it was so funny because actually like in the first probably five minutes or so he also said the exact same thing as you like you two are like twins he was like yeah it's a constant evolution and I'm like that's what I was laughing I'm like oh you too yeah yeah I love it I love that you interviewed him today as well I have so much respect for him yes and and I love that like I really would love for you to speak into the when I think of Steph Doyle, I think of two things I think of um, creativity and I think of collaboration they're the two main things that I think of you. I'm like, wow, she she is she embodies those two things so incredibly. So how has um, talk to me about like creativity? How we drop into our creative intelligence and begin to like really express ourselves. Mm. I love that I am being called forward to speak into this more because I think uh, a part of my journey the last twelve months is 
acknowledging that I'm a leader and I'm even sort of refraining from using that word at the moment because I'm just a human being um, that enjoys connecting with community and creating community and paving away, I guess. But um, I'm being called into these conversations now and it's like in the last 12 months, it's realizing my own worth and then the, the knowledge that I have powerful parts to share. So this really excites me because I think creativity is one of those things like singing, like people, I hear so often people like, I'm just not creative. And I'm like, that is yeah. incorrect. Story. A lot of people have that story. And it's, and it's like, okay. So when you like unpack that and someone says, I don't, I, I'm not creative because they've seen someone draw and their drawing is, you know, a stick figure. I mean, that is like creation. Like anything that we do, our lives are like creation, first of all. I mean, we come from creation. Come from creation. Right? So <laughs> I've got chills. Like yeah. it, it is impossible for us to not be creative. It's just like I, I believe we have so many expectations and we, we do a lot of witnessing other people in their genius and then there's a lot of comparison that comes in and then that all these little things come in like the judgment comparison expectation um sort of lack of skill sometimes when we're starting out it blocks us and then we're like it's not perfect it's not anything it's not worthy and then we stop doing those things it's like if someone's you know, looking at an artist that can draw or paint beautifully, like really lifelike. And then they take their pen to paper and it is like a stick figure. It is even maybe different because that's still art in itself, however you want to look at it. But it's like, okay, so maybe drawing's not your strong point when it comes to expressing your creativity. It's like finding the ways in which we want to express that. And not even in the world, like I, you know, people say, well, I don't want to be creative. Like I don't want to make a business out of my creativity. So I'm not creative. And I'm like, you don't need to make money. You don't need to show anyone. And like some nature, like to express yourself and not just suppress it. And like some of my most sort of profound moments within myself have been the times when I'm creating for the sake of creating, which is like one of my favorite practices to do and it's just like like the other night I was I've got a lines notebook and I just got like a biro and in each line I did like a different pattern or a different word and just played and it doesn't look like anything special but it was just a process for me that's cool I love yeah yeah and and what I find when we're in the space of creation it's not always about what it is that we're creating it's about that space that we go into within within our minds and with our bodies and within our hearts and like we get to play with different versions of creativity so yes I'm a photographer and before I got into or really sort of got into my business full-time I spent a lot of time after my corporate job going out and taking photos of the city like that was just it was like life force for me and once I started earning money from my photography, then it shifted for me. It wasn't so much a hobby that I would go out and take photos, but it was, I found another resource through drawing or through painting or through sewing where I could still have that hobby, habitual kind of practice of creativity. And, you know, what I want to really share with people who are listening to this is like, you will have your own expression of creativity. 
It's like your own blueprint of creativity. And sometimes that's like cooking delicious meals in the kitchen. And that ain't me. Like I am, when it comes to creativity in the kitchen, I'm like, I don't know, like toasted sandwiches kind of vibe. Last night I cooked rice, but not in a rice cooker. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) The little wins, totally. It's just like, yes. And I think, yeah, like sometimes it's going to look different for each person. And what I love too is like, um, you know, the story with my business, the Soul Echo, I started that as a blog and I started the Instagram page to go with a blog. And to be honest, I never really wrote that much for for a blogger. I didn't write many posts, but I had this calling to start writing. Like it was this nag for about two years that I ignored and I was like, okay, then I have to start writing. And then that led to photography. And it's like these little pockets of creativity. Soul is constantly nudging you along the way. Yeah. And you know, what I, what I like, and I sort of my like analogy to this is, you know, you might feel really called to do like, you know, a pottery class or something and you really enjoy that, but then you meet someone who then leads you to another sort of activity or another opportunity or another just soul connection in your life. And it's like, isn't that friggin' magic? Oh, it's so, it's so amazing. And, you know, um, when I'm, when I'm training leaders, the, I don't go through emotional intelligence. I have three different types of intelligence that I run through. So the first one is natural intelligence, which is very much around the physical body. The next one is creative intelligence. So I think that's really important. Like when we can activate and tap into that creative intelligence, because it's not also just actually expressing ourselves, it's solving a problem. Like that's creativity as well. Like yes. Yes. Imaginative. Um, and then, then we go through collective intelligence. Mm-hmm. So I just, this is all such juicy information around the creativity piece. Oh, Mm, I love that, that, yeah, creative intelligence. It's a thing and it's, it's just activating that within us. And, and, you know, even for me, there's still dormant parts of me that will be lit up by different activities and different expressions of that. So exciting. I just want to start creating something like right now. I'm, I'm just going to be like paint or something. I don't know. Just yeah. like literally talking to you, you know, when you talk to someone that is the embodiment of that creative intelligence or they're like, they lean into creativity because it can be quite courageous. Oh, quite courageous to lean into creativity. Like I um, have a client who is a um, life modeling coach and just being in the space of like life models and you know attempting to draw and i'm like this is shit and at first i was in comparison mode because i'm looking at an artist but then as i actually let go of the comparison and then i'm like this is actually really fun totally i think um there's two points to that i i I noticed this within myself too you know last night with my my doodling in my notebook how often my need for for perfection comes up and I mean quite often I will have a like a vision or something you know before I work with a client I connect with them I hear about their ideas and then I I like almost see it and sometimes a bit it's a bit abstract but it comes to life and Mm -hmm. I, I have found it hard and I think this is a block for a lot of people is that we have an idea and then how we like express that looks very different sometimes but then it's like 
the art of creativity is such a feminine energy. So how can you let yourself go more? How can you be messy? How can you be willing to make the mistake and get it wrong, even though there's no such thing with our own expression and like lean in to that edge and beyond it? Oh, I'm just honestly so pumped right now. <laughs> I know, I'm like, oh God, I just, I, I want to create. And I think I know. I, it it just it it excites me in all the different ways we can create as well like it just it's just infinite like the possibilities the way that people can create you know the different sounds that they can make it doesn't have to be with your voice or with like a standard instrument like it's just there's just creativity all around us oh like (laughs) it just when I really think about it everything is creative and you said too like the problem solving piece that takes creativity and invention and ideas and resource to problem solve or to figure out challenges um yeah I'm just like whoa there's so much I know you're definitely activating me right now I'm like I just know tonight I know tonight and anyone who's listening you know, when you're having that great chat where you're listening and you're talking to someone and you're like, you just know you're going to go home and you're going to create some cool shit. That's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. You. You're such an activator. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so good. So, um, yeah. And like, of course you're like running events, hosting events now, speaking and, you know, you're, you're on the conscious leaders leadership team for the Gold Coast you know, collaboration and community is a massive pillar for that that piece there for conscious leaders. Can you speak into how important that's been for your journey? Oh, just I think my life is it's so interesting that you you describe me with those two words, creativity and community, because I think that is like the summary of my existence is the power of community is like it is actually mind blowing. You know, when you take those moments and you really sit with yourself and you sit with, you know, maybe it's an experience where you met someone and then that led to the next thing and that led to the next thing and so on and so forth. And sometimes it's like sliding doors or just kind yeah. of, it's so beyond our like ability to comprehend it that it's like, well, I must believe in the magic and the the cosmic whispers of the universe because you just can't write this shit. So I mean, the greatest gift in my life would be the fact I chose to start my blog and then I, I started building an Instagram community through that. And then as that evolved and I connected with different people who introduced me into other groups and other people and it just has spread like wildfire now. I mean, the more people you know too, the more opportunity there is to connect into other groups and other networks. But I mean... I wouldn't be, I, I don't like saying this. I actually could do everything that I'm doing without community, but it would be about a billion times harder to actually do it and not as rewarding and very isolating. And I probably wouldn't have kept going. Totally. Yeah. We can't sustain like the power that lies within our human bodies by ourselves. No. And it's, it's just even being held in moments with community and being seen in like the rawness of this just human journey, let alone like one of a entrepreneur or business owner. Um, 
in the times of like celebration in the opportunities to learn to grow to soak in the wisdom from someone else like it just inspires me so deeply and I feel you know every day so grateful for social media and the ways we get to connect and I know sometimes we have like an idea that social media is bad or disconnects us yeah or it can be negative but the intention isn't it it's the intention behind how you're using it because I used to feel very disconnected um and then once I was like okay what if I actually shared how I feel what would happen? So I started a mummy blog too, where like the Gold Coast Mama, where I shared, I was sharing my story as it was happening as well. Like it wasn't just, I hadn't really overcome the things that I was going through. And then all of a sudden these people are following me and they're like, oh my God, I feel that way too. And you're like, oh wow. Okay. I'm not actually the only person that's experiencing this. I think that is like the power of community and being able to relate to someone. Oh my God. I just... Like every time someone has the courage to share something, I see a part of myself in them. And maybe that's half of me yeah, in them. Totally. Maybe it's like a fragment, but it's like there is so much connection within us. And so often we can find ourselves feeling separated or being in that separation. But like we're all just, you know, reflections of each other. And it's, you know, when someone has the courage to say or to share, especially vulnerably about how they're feeling or what they're experiencing, it's such a permission piece to firstly be loved on in the right spaces, of course. And for other people to like connect with that part of them within themselves and like collective healing from that. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I think like for me with the whole conscious leaders piece, even like the little, like I met this person, then I met that person. Like that is how I found my way in there. Like, and it all did stem from my blog. Like I was invited to a life modeling event from my blog. I rocked up and they called me the gold coast mama. And I was like, what are they They're calling me about my blog name? What is even is that? I don't even know what that is. And, um, then I began to meet a few people and I hadn't started my coaching business. And then all these people became my coaching clients. And then they introduced me to like Kezia, who's one of the founders of conscious leaders. And then somehow I found myself at conscious leaders, <laughs> uh, eight months pregnant at the first one, um, at the goddess Haven where I came into proximity with you beautiful people. And I thought, and for probably 12 months I'd gone, are there any people out there that care about humanity the way that I do? Mm. Like, are there people that are out there, like they're ready to just give it everything? Yeah. Must yeah. be super bold with what it is that they believe in and they stand for. I'm like, do these people exist? Like, I wasn't sure. I had not seen the evidence. And for yeah. me, just leaders was the evidence. I think that's a really powerful point because I know I, I was sort of what I was sharing. And I also want to acknowledge that, um, well, I feel extremely blessed in my life to have the community that I do and to have the people around me. And I'm fully aware that not every human has that experience right now on earth. I believe it's possible. And I, you know, I believe like a part of me has empathy for that. And then a part of me is like, we get to relentlessly continue finding the spaces where you feel like you belong. And sometimes that, sometimes it's like you feel like you, you belong and you're seen or you have an experience in the community. And then, your time there is is complete and you evolve and then it's finding the next space and the next space and continuing to honor what you need at that time and and to your point before like the 
the vulnerability piece and even you know I believe creativity and art is vulnerability I mean that's just like I hear I've heard this quote and it's like art is like the inner innermost workings of someone's soul you know bad for people to see and you know I wouldn't if I really reflect in this moment maybe not so much I wouldn't but I have the level of courage within myself now because of the community that supports me yeah and it's in that community that supports my fucking crazy tiktoks or cheers me on or really holds me in in tender moments that i'm experiencing it's because of that there's like more and there's a willingness for me to continue like unraveling and finding those edges Mm. it's so beautiful to have people around you that it's it's safe and it's totally normal and fine to cry or scream or laugh or to express or to kind of just explore like sometimes we'll say something and someone might not agree with it but it's just holding that space of like okay let's let's explore what that is it's like uh yeah i think you know in the last 12 months particularly because that's when i i was at the first conscious leaders and i was pretty bewildered by the whole thing to be honest i was like <laughs> who are these people (laughs) what's going on and I was sort of cracked my heart was cracked open probably for the first time in the space of community that night um but yeah in that journey of connecting and being held I'm just like speechless I know right I know for me I was just I rocked up and I was like I found my people. Hey guys. Like I was just like, I was like, here we are. This is it. Like I just, I just knew, I just knew that these were the people I was like, I'm ready. I'm here. You're my person. You're my person. I don't know you, but you're my person too. Yes. Yes. And that was my other point I was thinking of before was, is like, I remember, you know, having these sort of lofty dreams of like, I want to, I want to change the world and I'm not putting that pressure on myself knowing that I'm not here to help every single person. I'm here to help some people. Yeah. And, but for a little while there, I felt like I was absolutely that shit crazy. Like I was like, Oh yeah, girl, like nice. And then it's like, you connect with people who get it, who see you, who have their own version of that. And it's like, Mm. Oh, this other person actually even sometimes shares like a similar, you know, mission or vision. And it's like, Oh, it, 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 it like reinstalls that faith and that belief. Totally. And it was so exciting to, to meet people that had the ability to see me the way that I now see myself. Oh. I think that was really powerful because there's a difference between people, you know, once you finally go, this is who I am. And you were like, you've claimed it. Cause for me, I had claimed it, but I had not find found the people around me that was like, I see that I, I can see that in you. And they would describe me in the way that I would have described myself. And I was like, I've never had that. I think, yeah, basically ever. Like I just, so for me, that was just like, wow. Mm, yeah. I think my experience was, has been the reverse and I think it was very um almost challenging at times to be acknowledged or witnessed or or have things reflected to me that 
you know, I think on a really deep level, my soul knows to be true. And I think I had a lot of sort of stories and a lot of blocks around my worth and being able to really receive that until now. And now I'm like, wow, thank you to each person who like hammered it into me in so many moments. <laughs> like, yeah, people who can just witness you for all that you are and, and give you that space to really feel that it's huge. It's so incredible when people acknowledge you and they truly see you and they do give you the space to be heard. Absolutely. And I, even the spaces where you're called forward, where sometimes it is, you know, like you said before, like a conversation where not everyone agrees and it's like you're called forward in such a loving way where there's this safety to be triggered or to be upset or to experience emotion or to disagree. And it, for me, I know it's been really about rewriting or rewiring parts of, of myself, you know, my belief around anger and allowing the emotions to be present and allowing the sadness to come out and, you know, being seen when I'm crying and, and just being loved through all of that. Yeah, um, yeah just community. I mean, find your people <laughs> just and keep finding your people. Keep exploring and keep trying and you know, I've been a lone wolf for many years. I mean, I grew up as an only child. Totally. I was definitely a lone wolfing. I wasn't an only child, but I was lone wolfing. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I've had different life experiences that, that really heightened my independence. Plus I'm, I think astrologically my star sign being a Leo, like I'm, I'm already leaning towards being very independent and, um, yeah, I've been sort of doing the thing by myself for a little while and thinking that it had to be that way until I stumbled on humans who really get me. And it's like, oh, actually, and, and you know, a little while it was that sort of scarcity mindset too, I guess, in terms of business collaborations is like, well, for me to be powerful and successful, then I must do everything on my own. But the realisation is, is like, if I'm in my full power and I meet someone in their power, then that's just amplified to a new level doesn't dilute anyone it amplifies it magnifies it thank you so much for speaking into that because i think there is this um like scarcity piece where it's like okay or i'm going to give my power away if i'm to collaborate with this person and it's just complete bs you know you don't have to collaborate with everyone you can absolutely say no thank you and that's okay as well but when you do collaborate with people, it's just, it's so magic. Like it is such magic when it's the right people. Mm, and, and, and it is finding the, the soulmate alignment in that. And I'm very conscious of that because I think we've probably all had experiences. Maybe sometimes we've had experiences that leads, that leads us to them being like, well, F all of this, I'm just going to be a lone wolf forever. Um, it is really like tuning in intuitively to what feels right for us, but it is absolutely not, it, it doesn't take away anything. If anything, it, it magnifies it in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, what I used to do wrong with choosing collaborators is I would see the potential in people and not actually the, the, the who they actually be. And, mm. um, the action that they take, you know, um, when it comes to collaboration, it's like, okay, what actions are they actually taking? Like, how do you know? It's that, it's that deep knowingness. Whereas I would be like, 
if we just gave them this opportunity, like it would be, you know. <laughs> and, um, and of course that was just me being like a martyr and that did not work. Being a martyr does not work when it comes I- to operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I started hanging out with Jessa Lewis and like we had collaborated on some things together and I was like, this is so easy and enjoyable. I just sit and reflect and be like, what was different about this? Mm. And that's that rapport. That's the thing. It it actually, without throwing a should in there, but it it should feel quite easy. It shouldn't feel like pushing bricks up a hill. Like it should be in flow and easy and yeah, light. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, um, yeah, it was just, it's just so powerful. And it really is like, if you're looking for people to collaborate with, um, and I'd love for you to give some tips as well, Steph, but some tips that I have is really just having aligned values and also had de- developing a rapport with that person as well. Make sure you have a very strong rapport with that person. You have um, shared experiences before you go and create something together. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I, I definitely feel the values piece is huge and... Um, it's yeah I think it's really quite simple as like the values and the energetics of it as well and um making sure that there's a space to communicate openly with what each of you need in this so it's fair so it doesn't become like a group uni assignment project where someone's doing all the work and it feels icky and it feels uh because when it feels uh how it's going to be felt out in the world is generally like But if you're both feeling like explosive with magic, then it's like, well, hell yeah, people can be drawn to that. Um, So it's definitely about the energetics. And I mean, I've done a lot of collaborations from a photography point of view with people who, um, you know, essentially it's a free shoot, right? And when I'm starting out, when I was starting out, that is generally the, the... the route that you go down is doing free work for people. And uh, over time it was quite draining when it wasn't, you know, a soulmate client, when it was someone who literally just wanted free photos from me and taking advantage of that opportunity. And it also means I like it meant creation totally. And it meant for me, I get to create stronger boundaries and, now it's not to say I don't collaborate now in terms of, in terms of photos, but it's like really looking at what that energetic exchange, if it's not financial, what is that going to look like? Um, because I, I have just noticed that like how is adding value? How am I adding value to them? Yeah, I just um, my like body and soul refuses to do the work if it's like not a a match yep. for me now. And and sometimes it does take experience in in having some challenging experiences or conversations with people. Um, but yeah, the values piece is, is huge. The communication, the trust within each other. Mm-hmm. And um, just like, you will know if it feels right. I always believe like we know we, we, our gut will be like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, such good tips. Such good tips. I love the conversation that we've had. It's been a very juicy one creativity, collaboration, you know, this collective mission that we're all on to support humanity. And it's just, it's an exciting time to be alive. It actually is so exciting. It is. And, and, and it's challenging and it's hard and it's a little bit stressful and it's also like so fruitful and 
um, I feel like there's so much anticipation because there's so much that I don't know yet for myself, let alone the world and what we're each feeling and what, what's to come. And I just can't help but feel excited because it, it just, it literally does feel like a new era in all of the ways. It's going to be so interesting to see what 2021 is going to be like. Like I'm not even going to say three, six months. I'm just like 2021. What is, what is the world in 2021? Yeah. How, how are things going to look when we're, if I have no idea. Yeah. Like in a year's time or two years time, like, Oh, remember 2020. And then like, yeah. I remember that time when everyone was like buying way too much toilet paper. Like, <laughs> oh, It's so exciting. Oh, oh, so exciting. Oh, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast, Steph. Um, before you go as well, I have four final questions that I ask every guest and I'm really excited to ask you. So the first question is what is your definition of spirituality? <clears throat> That's a beautiful question. I, I believe we are our own definitions of spirituality. And yeah, I feel like I'm just going to leave that there and, and let that land. I, um, yeah. Okay. Let's get that on a graphic for social media. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so good. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, that's... Oh, it came from somewhere. Oh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. So the next question is, if you could ask the powers that be, that might might be God, it might be um, the universe, source, whatever that is for you, you could ask them one question, you're still here on earth, you get the answer. What's the one question that you would like to ask? Oh, oh, that's a juicy question. What is the one question I would like to ask? It's, it's, it feels like a, um, It feels like a, what, what would it take? Like, what will it take to help heal the world? Mm. Oh, what will it take from me? And, and what, yeah. And not take as in like detract, but what's required. What's required. That's a big question. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, it's like almost scary that question. <laughs> like, oh my god, I better strap the hell in. <laughs> oh, okay. So the next question. What happens when we die? Oh. Oh, I have I have like a few bubbling thoughts on this, but <laughs> I I, I have a few thoughts because I feel like I've been here before many times and I think I've been here in different versions, but then there's a, a f- familiarity to my life 
that I feel like I've done this before. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, it's the, the connection to my soul that I'm feeling. But my belief when we die is that we return to unconditional love and it's yeah. there's peace and there's harmony and there's, there's like this knowingness within us and this, you know, forgiveness and this like washing away our, our humanity and, you know, the parts of us that make us very human and yeah, it's unconditional love. And if I was to visually describe it, it's probably like, like a lot of like sparkles and (laughs) and quite colorful. I mean, that's (laughs) my form of heaven is sparkles. If you could sort that out, like put me on a sequin cloud, then we'll be good. Maybe, maybe you will be sparkles. Maybe. 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 <laughs> so this next final question is fill in the blanks. So this is um, what people say about you, about what, what it's like to experience Steph. Um, you know, whether you're, you're here, you're no longer here, but this is how they reflect when they think of you. Steph made me feel. Steph made me feel the realest and the most sparkliest version of myself. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, those questions were like... Oh, there's still two. There's still two more from oh. blanks. We're not. We're not done yet. Oh, <laughs> you can tell me how amazing it is after. <laughs> oh, okay. Steph was always. Steph was always a cosmic and rebellious spark of life. Wow. Steph taught me. Steph taught me to unapologetically own my allness. Amazing. Steph Doyle, guys, the soul echo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Practically Spiritual, the podcast. Be sure to make sure you are following this podcast on Instagram at practically underscore spiritual. And if you would like to follow me and also sound off, tell me what you thought of this episode. If you have any questions for the guests that we had or any comments or requests, let me know. I love connecting with you guys. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places using the handle at Jessica Palmer official. Keep striving, keep thriving, and I'll catch you on the next episode.